This episode is presented by Comics and Gaming Magazine, found at cgmagazine.ca, and brought to you by noblenight.com, where out of print is available again. Buy, sell, and trade RPG books at noblenight.com. Throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who have embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors with dice and not a lot of common sense in various role-playing games. Today, legends are told from the tales of our terrible warriors, an unlikely group of nerdy adventurers armed with some pretty stupid ideas and a horseshoe up their butts as they come together to save the day in These Warriors Are Terrible. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? Hey everyone, welcome out to These Warriors Are Terrible. This episode is brought to you by NobleKnight.com, where out of print is available again. Tonight we're jumping back into our Con Bravo edition of Terrible Warriors, and I'm going to leave it up to our GM for the evening. Mike the Birdman Dodd. And awesome. I guess we can introduce ourselves. I'm Steve Snowball Sailor, and I'm joined with... The youthful young ward himself, Scott and- Bortis. And our very special guest for our Con Bravo edition, Mark Beer. That's awesome. And uh, take it away, Mike. All right, guys. We are playing a improv role-playing system, which is pretty much what I'm calling it. This is Terminator Defiance. In the last episode, we left our heroes arriving at an undetermined point in the future, naked, cold, and alone in the ruins of Toronto. They were running from a ground HK tank a couple of T-600s, and Scott has a squad of T-700s marching down on him with phase plasma pulse rifles in the 40-watt range. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, then. So we begin with Scott. What are you going to do? Oh, my gosh. So I'm under the debris still. Yep. The Terminators are walking towards you. You They have not noticed you that you're aware of. Okay. You just see these things walking very mechanical and you sink. You did have a very bad roll last time, though, I think. I know. Uh, it's nothing behind me. I can't go further deep in there. It's just, like, the wall behind me. Yeah, just the wall. Um, you can hear the sounds of skulls being crushed underneath their metallic feet. Okay. They are getting closer. Alrighty. Shit, shit, shit. Uh, this is tough. This is tough because I have nothing really around me. I can't. Either, I don't. I don't know if I can make a run for it either. Run and I, try to. Oh, I'd say stay still. I'm gonna try to go as far back to the wall, I guess, as I can, and just try to stay completely still. Make sure there's no way they can uh, notice me. Roll me a d20. <sighs> I know what it's gonna be too. <laughs> Is this gonna be our first death of the evening? Oh, jeez, <laughs> please no. You, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna add my d6 to this. That's cool right. too because I think it might be. Or do you wish to double your roll? Oh, and you, I, you, you I will allow you to re-roll it if you choose to do so. Once. Oh, but I can't keep this and double it. I would. If, if no, I only want to add. I only want to add. I only want to add d6. But you can only do okay. that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. You you can do it one. This is your one for the hour. That's cool. This just seems like a pretty damn serious moment to do yep. it in. I got 14 total. All right, then. The T-700s begin marching past you. You can hear the pistons in their feet moving past you. Okay. You can hear the... Is there a way I can be able to throw a rock to be able to kind of distract them? You can try. No, I'm I'm nowhere near their position. Nowhere near. You are in a building probably about a block away. Oh, crap. (laughs) What did you get? A four. All right, Steve, you throw a rock. 
it bounces down the street. You can see uh, the two, uh, the three T600s uh-huh. that have the big chain guns. Stop. Turn. Oh, God. Trajectory assigned. <laughs> the chain guns spin up. Oh, Roll me a D20. Oh, God. Well, it's been a pleasure playing with you guys. It's, uh, <laughs> it's been great. Oh, God. Another four. Wait. No. You know what? I'm going to run another D6. Okay. It's an eight. All right, then. You, uh, where were you? Okay, basically, where where you were hiding before yeah. gets absolutely obliterated with chain guns. You do take a few slugs in the leg. You are hobbled. Damn it. So basically, <laughs> you feel thus the hot searing metal cut into your leg. You cry out in pain. Yeah, you can, fuck yeah. And you can hear the machines coming at you. You can now hear the ground HK begin to roll towards oh, you. God. I'm going to try to scramble for that back door that the colonel went through. All right, roll me a d20 again. You yeah. are at a minus two because you are hurt. Okay, I'm going to use my... Can I use my double? You can use your double right now. Then I'm going to use it. I got a 14, so 28. All right, then. You managed to hobble through the doorway. You find out approximately where the colonel was. You also notice in one of the buildings, you see a couple of soldiers. Guys dressed in... Uh, like actual live soldiers? Yeah. Or we- you see them dressed in these gray fatigues. They've got goggles up top. They're holding these futuristic... You don't know what kind of weapons they are, but they see you and just put their put their finger up to their lips. And they say... They use their hand signs to point towards a door. They point at okay, you and I'm go... Gonna, I'm going to... Yeah, go wherever they, they want me to go. Right, I hobble you, to it. You do as such. As you get into the doorway, you feel a pair of hands grab you and just whisper in your ear, stay quiet, don't move. No problem. All right, you do as such. Outside, you two see this. Or actually, you see this. Okay. You see a squad of um, about six guys, six ordinary humans that you're aware of, come out... Uh, kick, uh, kick uh, out a wall, and they emerge out into the street. They see the HK. They grab a long cylinder tube, twist one end, whip it. Explodes in the air right in front of the HK, basically blinding it. The top two uh, sensor domes are blown off. The guns are just spraying wildly. The the Terminators are taken aback for a second. The the three T six hundreds and are just spraying wildly. Okay. The the uh, the squad of T seven hundreds is not affected. However, you probably um, don't see any of this. But you I don't see it. any of this. But uh, actually, roll me a d twenty. Seventeen. You notice a um, a vehicle pull up out front. It's like a pickup truck. It's like it looks untrashed. But you see a guy with some kind of an artillery like weapon in the back. And he's just firing off rounds just from where he is in this alleyway. Just launching what looks like purple energy mortars would be the best way to describe it. All right. I'm going to make my way to the vehicle. You make your way to the vehicle. The driver looks at... Make myself obvious so I don't just pop out of nowhere to them. He looks at you. He points a weapon at you. Identify. Colonel Fisher T. Johnson. Retired. He looks at you. Tell me you guys have cigarettes. Well, you're definitely not a Terminator. Get in. All right. All right, so you get in. You are in the driver's seat of this of this vehicle. Where to? Well, you said, Colonel, you know better than me. I'll, you drive, I'll shoot. All right. 
Fire, light them up, boys. All right, then. You you throw it in the drive. You start peeling away down the alleyway, coming out into a street. There's debris, but the tires are able to catch it pretty well, so you do have a lot of traction. So you come out into the street. You can see the ground HK. It's still blind. It's firing wildly. And you see a group of black endoskeletons, probably about 12 of them in total. Do these things have any weak points? Yeah. Shoot them in the head. Then shoot him in the head. All right. He leans back. He kind of loads this artillery uh, round. Uh, this artillery round. It's like a big. Um, it looks like a football. So he loads it into into the launcher. It goes. <laughs> fires out three separate ball shots. They all land in the middle of the T of the T seven hundreds. Whoops. Sorry. Wrong one. And the motherfuckers go up in a huge ball of plasma. You just see this huge. Uh, purple energy uh, basically wave. The Terminators are all knocked to the floor. Some of them blow up, scattering parts everywhere. You see their guns scatter across the streets. And the HK uh, definitely is still blinded from the shock wave. Mm, nice and, shooting ticks. And, uh, Do that like, again. All right. He starts to ready another round. Holy shit. Um, his next plasma round, he loads in, once again, loads the football shaped ammo. Hits the HK right in the middle. Boom. Everybody roll a D20 who's out on the street. Oh, well. Such that me. would be you, Steve, and that would be you. No, I'm in the room, remember? Oh, oh, Only I'm in the, in the street. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I'm going to double this. All right. What? you roll a, a, a 20 or a 1? A, a, a no, 16. I'm asking Mike because I don't know what's happening. That was a natural good. 20 oh, I rolled. Geez. What'd you get? 16. 16. All right. You have taken a bit of shrapnel in the leg okay. from one of the T-700s. Basically, um, what happens is you catch a good chunk of his fingers in your leg. So they just kind of dig in right there. They're not attached, obviously. It burns. It hurts. You're at a minus four for the next, probably next fight, more or less, until you can get them taken out because okay. they are deep. Um, so what has happened, the, the, the T-600s kind of look at each other. They aim their chain guns at you, and they're like, target, termination. They completely miss, however. Excellent. Shoot those ones now. Soldier in the back loads up the artillery. He's like, last round. He hits them. He takes out, he takes out all three. The plasma thing lands right in the middle. Uh, the shockwave basically throws shrapnel and everything else in the air. These things... Basically, they shatter like toys. The streets are empty for now. Nice going, kid. I'm going to put in a good word with your CO. He's like, who are you with? Are you with Techcom? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Another organization entirely. One you've never heard of. Trust me. Are are you resistance? Because you look really well fed to be out here in Toronto. Where are you from? I'm from Toronto. Where I was 30-odd years ago. What? It gets complicated. I need you to talk to your boss. He goes, yeah, that's where we're going. He, uh, uh, he's I've got like, another couple of uh, friends around here somewhere if they're still in one piece. All right, what are you guys going to do? He said there was this sol- there's a soldiers that popped through the wall. Yeah, they near yeah, me? yeah, there are six of them near you. Okay, can I yell for them? Yeah, you can okay. yell. Hey, I'm Help. here. <laughs> 
I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, that's one of mine. Life <laughs> uh, alert. I'm still. I'm in a room. I have no idea what. What's yeah, in my room. you you can hear voices outside. You've heard several rather large explosions. Could I like? I'll, I'll pop open the door. Is there anybody out there still? Like, is the soldier still out there? You see the six what you would know later as techcom soldiers in yeah. the gray fatigues. You see the remnants of the ground HK. Okay. And just Terminator spark parts everywhere. Okay, so I, uh, I I call over to the nearest soldier, and I kind of hobble to them. All right, you hobble over. He's like, you guys look really healthy. Where are you guys from? Toronto. You're you're not with Techcom? Uh, no, 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 we're not. Look, uh, what we have to say is on a need-to-know basis. We need to speak to your... Commanding officer. He's like, well, what, what we need to do is get off the street. One of the soldiers says, come on. So what happens is he leads you uh, into the, the same. Up. Yeah, he takes you to the same place Steve was. Okay. And you go down a rather long ladder, and you're now in the TTC tunnels. Do they have any medical oh, nice. supplies down there to help me with my... Uh... They say, we're going to take you to where we are, but first we got to be sure. Okay. Okay. So each of you hold out your arms. All right, let's get this over with. All right, done. What they do is, uh, well, each of you roll a d20. Eighteen. Ten. They prick your uh, fingers. They prick your uh, fingers with their knives. They're like, well, you're probably not an infiltrator. And they, like, come with me. So you guys are walking through the remnants of the TTC tunnels. You can see subway cars. They're still in relatively good condition, but most of the tunnels, Basically. but most of the tunnels below the platforms are flooded, and you can see things in the water moving. You see the red glows. They're like, "Those are hydrobots. Please don't fall in the water." Uh, noted. So you guys start walking through the ruined uh, TTC tunnels. Eventually, you come to um, a, a doorway. And the guy's like, hold on. He pounds on the door six times. Bam, bam, bam. Waits three seconds. Hits it again three times. Door opens up. You guys walk in. You see uh, two emplacement heavy weapons, like chain guns, right near the front. And they're like, are they clean? The one tech comm soldier, the lead one that, that you've all talked to, says they're fine. Oh, Larry. Yeah, we'll call him Larry Larry's the Larry's a good guy, man. So you guys are said, all right, well... You guys have got a story to tell, so come with me. So you walk through the um, this huge, it was probably like underground storage or maybe kind of maintenance facilities, but you see families huddled around fire barrels. You see crates of stuff that looks like it should be junk. So like this place, it reeks. Probably no one's bathed in years. Do we know what TTC tunnel it is? Like, what, like it's near station? It probably would be near Bloor Station. You're not 100% sure. There's a lot of blur stations. How far would we travel? Because we were near... On the like, blur line, okay? Yeah, so it, yeah. Okay, yeah, line. you're okay. on the blur line somewhere. And uh, so you continue walking through these these uh, these uh, these tunnels and these rooms. Eventually, you're brought back to what you would presume to be their command center. You come and you step in. There's, like, that radar wall you'd see where it's got different things on it. You see a couple of old-style computers, a couple of... <clears throat> a couple of pieces of radio equipment. You see uh, a hard-looking woman. She's probably in about her late 30s, short, cropped, uh, blonde hair. 
scar running from the top of her of her head to here. Basically, think of the sub-zero scar, except a little extended. And uh, she looks at you and goes, and who the hell are you? Colonel Fisher T. Johnson, ma'am. You're in command here? Yeah, I'm uh, Techcom Toronto. We're going to need to requisition some ordnance, sidearms at least. He says, I hear your rank of colonel, but what resistance sell you with? Because you're not Techcom in my division. We're not Techcom, no. Can you explain to me where you came from? Not where, but when, ma'am. You're going to need to sit down. Do you have any cigarettes? Yeah, I think I could spare one. Perfect. She pulls one out from her pad, from her little pouch, and goes, all right. I guess who wants to tell whose stories first, me or you? Why don't we start with you? You seem to have a longer tale to tell. All right. Well, you mentioned when, and you're definitely not machine. You're not a triple eight. So how did you get here? Look, I'm going to level with you. We're here as part of a, an experiment in temporal displacement. We woke up in the year 2004, when what was this morning to us. Only a few hours ago, we found ourselves transported here, whenever here is. What day on 2004? What day was it? July 3rd. July 3rd, yes. Oh. He's better with the days of the week. I'm, I'm a big <coughs> picture man myself. So you just missed it then? Well, what? what? Judgment Day. I dun, presume, dun, 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 dun. presume you don't know what Skynet is either. Actually, every you, each of you. Oh, roll I would have a computer. A D twenty. Yeah, so you get a modifier to your roll. Oh. Seven. Only all three. Seventeen. I'm afraid I've been out of the game for a while. Retired, you understand. You've heard rumblings that there was a defense program. It was abandoned in the '90s by Dr. Miles Dyson formerly of Cyberdyne Systems, the project was abandoned. However... I think I may have seen something like this. We worked with artificial intelligence in our genetics program. Well, and you were, I thought it's something, seen something somewhere in the code of Skynet. Well, you specifically recognize this when you hear her say the name Miles Dyson. 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 Pro Wasn't that the name of Dyson? That was the tall black guy that we talked to. Yeah, I remember his name because I was going to make a joke about vacuum cleaners, but decided not to. <laughs> it's probably a good thing that you didn't. Hmm. Judgment Day. All right, Basically, to elaborate? what happened is, uh, well, Skynet was this huge defense program. It was tied into everything. Computers, nuclear submarines. Basically, human, human decisions were removed from this. There was this computer virus that basically it shut down our nuclear defenses. Canada, U.S., Russians, everybody. Eventually it decided it didn't like that anymore. So at 6.32 p.m. on July 4th, everything ended. Every single, about three billion of us died, we think. We haven't heard anything from below the equator in years. We don't know if there's even still an Australian division. And what about these robot things? Skynet calls them Terminators. What you saw on the streets, those are what are called T-600s. We spotted them easy. They had rubber skin. You don't see too many people that are eight feet tall and can carry a minigun in one arm. The other ones that your friend uh, has got stuck in his leg, that's a T-700. Infiltrators, a little bit better than what we've seen. And that other big thing, yeah, that's a ground HK. Hunter killers. These things run night and day. Basically, 
Toronto is one of the few resistance places left in Canada. Skydome's the Skydome, what you would know it as, is a human internment camp and Terminator factory. We work or we die. We die anyway. She, she pulls out her arm. You see a laser uh, burn barcode. I escaped 10 years ago. Sounds like you've been through a very harrowing experience. Well, let's just say I've watched a lot of my brothers and sisters die. Basically, it would have been better to die in Judgment Day. They didn't live to see this. Is there any way we can get back home? Well, if you got here, and I know I'm not one of the tech guys for this, but the machines have got it, we've got it too, but not here. We do have time displacement equipment, but it's random if it works. The power consumption, basically, we use it, we lose that cell. Because the power, the power requirements to use the time displacement equipment shut down everything that we have in that city. Wait, now you said the machines have it as well. Yeah, they've got some in Cheyenne Mountain down in California. There was a lab in San Diego. We think there's one here in Toronto. We're not 100% sure. We've never found it. Where was it meant to be? <sighs> She kind of looks down at the table, looks really kind of concerned. She starts thinking, maybe what was left of the Toronto Science Center, it was a place that was hit pretty hard when the bombs fell. That's but, where we came from. That's where the original time displacement device was. Well, if it's still there, it's possible. I know the machines have a lab set up in Toronto City Hall. but um, We didn't see anything when we were just there. They say the machines have been moving a lot of material the last couple of weeks. Hmm. A lot of Colton. A lot of high-tech parts. A lot of stuff we've never seen before. Hmm. I don't know if I want to risk going into those things. I'd rather see if we can take the risk with yours. And there's a way we can be able to make it back if there's a chance. Maybe we can warn somebody somewhere. Well, if we send you back, we're taking a guess at best. We don't even know if we can stop Judgment Day. Hmm. What if you send us back further than the point of origin? It's possible. I mean, one of the stories that we've been told, there's a guy in Los Angeles. I don't know a whole lot about him. Guy's named Connor, I think. Jake, Jill, I don't know. Connor, either way. Um, The machine sent machines back to kill him back when he was a kid, tried to kill his mom. We sent resistance fighters back. I guess it worked. But at the same time, it's a guess. It it's a gamble if we can get it to work at all. Like, the first time we attacked the Cheyenne facility, we got lucky, smashed one of the Skynet cores. But that cost us heavy. So to send you back, that's a major offensive. Well, there's got to be a way back. And I'm in no particular hurry to stay here any longer. I want to go home. Well, there might be a way I can uh, look at these computers. There might be a way I can uh, change some algorithm or something like that that might be able to get us back. I'm not too sure. I have to see the systems first. I have some computer know-how. Might so, not be enough, but at least it's a try. So yeah, we'll hook you up with one of our like tech guys. That's all we can really do. I mean, we have recovered several Terminator CPUs. We don't know how to read them precisely, but it might be a help. Okay. Just watching my wife here, making sure she's not dying. <laughs> Love you, baby. Um, so moving on. Uh, so 
Look, guys, we got people dying here every day. There's maybe a handful of us left. I'll make you a deal. You help me get the prisoners out of the Sky Dome camp. I'll do what I can to get you back. I make you no promises, however. Not one. But those lives are important. What kind of resources would there be there? Anything that we could take Sky back that might, that might help us? Uh, it's a Terminator factory. They always have lots of resources there. Okay. Um, we've had people try to infiltrate. They've never come back, but that's not unusual in and of itself. Um, but uh, if you wanted to hurt them, that would be the place to do it. This is one of the major dis- distribution hubs for the most of the Northeast. Okay. It's easier to use the lakes to ship things, and the machines know it. And I'd say, let's, let's go. I, I want to go home. All right, then. So she uh, takes you both to medics. They patch you up. Good. Myself they bring you well. to a huge armory. You see, basically, you recognize all weapons that you would have used as from your time. But you notice other, more futuristic-looking weapons. I want to give that a spin. You have a target range? Uh, well, these things will shoot anything up to about 300 yards accurately. Interesting. I'd like to see how this mule kicks, if you don't mind. All right. She uh, hands you a pretty big rifle. It's got, a two g- it's got a barrel here and a barrel here and a huge... You presume as a clip, so I assume this is the dangerous end. Yes. So right. you're taken to like a firing range, so to speak. You fire it, like no kick at all, virtually none. But it is energy based. Hmm. Basically, you notice a lot of the T700s carrying these. Well, it'll be a zap gun, eh? <sighs> it's a phase plasma pulse rifle, 40 watt range. There are heavier weapons available. Wait a minute. These things, they're machines, you say, yes? Yeah. Do you have anything that would generate an electromagnetic pulse? We tried that. The grenades, they work sometimes. They work against the T-600s because they're so stupid. But the T-7s, they're shielded. Hmm. I'm going to pick up uh, like a, a, basically a pistol because that's pretty much the only thing I can really handle. Yeah, he, uh, she hands you um, what looks like some kind of an energy pistol. Okay. You fire it. No real kick, but she goes, you can only fire it ten times before you got to wait about a minute for it to recharge. Right. What about the, how many uh, zaps this thing have in it? About 60 or 70 Sounds on a good. good day. I'll need a sidearm as well. All right, you get the same pistol he gets. Basically, it's a little auto pistol. It'll run, uh, you can fire it continuously for about 30 seconds, but then it needs 10 seconds of cooldown time. What about those things that blinded the big one? Plasma mortars. We only mount them for artillery vehicles, and we have to steal them from Skynet. We have to be we, basically we scavenge parts. But if we could capture that Terminator factory, we could turn these metal motherfuckers against each other. Sounds like a plan. All What's, right then. No. What's the heaviest thing you got here? I want to do some real damage to these sons of bitches. We got a plasma pulse rifle, in probably about the eighty watt range. You got anything heavier than that? Nothing that can't be mounted to an HK. Okay. So she shows you the 80-watt range thing. It's probably about four feet. Basically, think of... You've seen the movie Aliens, right? Yes. It's about as long as the smart gun. Give me two. <laughs> you cannot carry two. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and now, hold this, on, miss. You say 
These things, they disguise themselves as humans, yeah? Yeah, um, what's been happening in the last couple years, they've been developing infiltrators, best way to describe them. You've got ones that look like kids. They grow vat-growing machines, or vat-growing skin, and they send them into our places and destroy them. Anybody ever thought about turning the tables? We, ha- we can reprogram them. We've tried anyway. We've gotten a few on our side. No, no, no. Not reprogramming them. A robotic shell that we could hide inside to get close to them. That's a pretty cool idea. Can't say we've ever tried that. We don't have the resources for that right here. But once again, if we captured the factory with all the resources, yeah, I suppose anything's possible. Mm, how do they identify each other? I'm not talking about building some kind of robot suit. Uh, obviously, you can't do that here. Like but a Trojan horse. Yeah, they they must have some sort of, uh, I don't know, a way of identifying each other. They do have a, a transponder. It's short-range burst, and that's how they communicate. The signal can be jammed, and but it can be duplicated. If we could duplicate the signals, make it seem as if humans were actually some of their infiltration units. What about those CPUs you said you have from... We can take a look at them. Like I said, we, we don't have the equipment to read them here, but we might be able to read what's on their surface memory. But we can't dig deep into them. No, but... Or we can try... Or... We do have one captured one. We haven't bothered turning it on because we don't know what it's going to do. But it's blank. It's got no orders in it whatsoever. Interesting. But we don't know if it works. Do you know anyone who can program orders into this? <sighs> Yeah, he's crazy, for lack of a better word. Seems like that would be a good job for you, Anderson. I'd like to talk to this gentleman. Maybe right. him and I can uh, talk some code here, some C++. Who knows if these things are running here? All uh, right. Just uh, following up on the, this Trojan reverse Trojan horse idea, if we were to take these uh, transponders from uh, some of the broken ones, manage to... Uh, create the impression that they were actually active and wore them ourselves, would these Terminators read us as infiltration units? If you didn't get too close to some of the big sensor towers, yeah, probably. All right. That's We've another project. we tried it. Well, that's why I'm here, to give you good ideas. All he right. He's a very outside-the-box type of person. Well, I'm not going to lie to you, Colonel. We could use someone like you here and now. He was one of the best of his generation, ma'am. I'll vouch for this gentleman. Tell me you have some liquor. Whatever we can salvage. Perfect. All right, so she takes you back to a place to have a drink. We now go to you, Mr. Anderson. Okay. All right, so you are led to a back room. It's a huge workshop. You see bits of T6s, T7s. You even see one of those drones. Mounted with two double chain guns. The drones we saw back in Toronto before we left? Yeah, back in 2004. Okay. The You see this old guy. He's pro, he looks like he's in his late 60s. He's in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And he kind of spins around to look at you. He's like, hello. Do I, do I look at him? Do, does he look recognizable? Do I remember him from somewhere? You He might have been a professor at the U of T in robotics, but you're not 100% sure. Okay. Because he does look very familiar. Basically, one of those talking heads you might have seen on CP24. Okay. So do you want to roll your knowledge to see if you know him or just... Yes, I would like to do that. All right. 
14. This is Professor Tom Davidson. He was a U of T robotics teacher, was kind of looking into artificial intelligence in terms of self-replicating robots. Did the military have him on his, their, their radar? Uh, he was more of a civilian con, basically more interested in the space program than blowing each other up. Okay. All right. So he looks at you and goes, what can I do for you, young man? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce myself and say his name so he knows that I actually know who this gentleman is, and I'm going to uh, ask him about those that live ter- that Terminator unit they have back in the back of the uh, building. He goes, oh, well, you're very much in the know. He's like, well, come with me. He starts wheeling himself down the, uh, the hallway there. Okay. And uh, you come into a room. You see a nude female body, long brown long brown hair facing the floor. She's kind of held up by a rack and she's very much motionless. I'm going to ask him like when, how they got a hold of this uh, defunct unit that was not operating. Um, we smashed a Skynet lab uh, outside of the city a couple of weeks ago. Very weird stuff they were like kind of playing with. They um, found something I can only describe as liquid metal. This weird mimetic poly alloy or something. Very strange stuff. We can't get it to work. Hmm. Um, we found this, uh, some kind of un, un, unadvanced endo. This one had just come out of the vats when we destroyed the factory. So it's got no programming in it other than the basic core. Well, I know you're a robotics uh, expert. Do you have any idea of what kind of programming would be needed? Well... It's a female unit. You don't see a, a lot of them. They're, they're usually programmed to fake fake out people and call for help. This one, looking at it, its endoskeleton, when we x-ray it, this thing is built for combat. Hmm. Like, it's a heavy infiltrator, and I, I don't know. It's something we don't quite expect. Hmm. Okay. Just trying to think. Switching scenes. You start having a drink with the colonel. You're back there with them. Yes. They go, boys, I'm going to level with you. I don't know if I can send you home. I really don't. And I'm going to ask you straight out. Help us fight these things. You guys are probably the healthiest people we've got right now. You're obviously not stupid. You know how to fight. And your friend there seems to know a little bit about computers. We need you. Ma'am, I'll level with you. Getting home is a fool's errand. The past is the past. And if we cling to the hope that we can return there, well, we'll forget about the present. Like, there was something that was told to me once. We tried to stop Judgment Day once. It still happened anyway. Even if we could send you home, you'd have to watch everybody you know die again. So I'm glad you understand that. I'm worried about the here and now. These um, transponders, this idea of turning the tables on these godless machines. How many of these transponders do you think we can round up? Well, we got a couple of smashed T6s, so we, got to, we can get you at least ten. We can definitely give you backup. But if things go south, we've got to pull out there. Let's say there's not a lot of us left. How many men do you have at your disposal? 20. Able-bodied. We've got... Maybe ten. 
right now. There are others in the city, but we can't get to them. The HKs are patrolling right down the major routes in the city right now. Moto Terminators patrol the Gardener and the DVP. So the roads are useless. We'll need seven. We have ten transponders, three of us, seven of your men. You obviously can't be risked. I can do that. I can give you whatever support we can give you. I'm still visibly shaking because I really don't know. I, I, I'm like, I even say, I like, I'm like, I'm a geneticist. I shouldn't even really be here. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what use I could be to uh, to you. Um, I mean, like, this is robot. This is robotics. This is technology. I mean, I I don't know what to do. Maybe we can find. Well, if you're into genetics, you understand biology, right? Yeah, of course. Well, if you can, maybe you can find a way to I do something to the Terminator skin vats. Maybe we can smell these. Maybe we use dogs to detect them now, but even well, now and again, they get through. There are ways to be able to break down genetic bonds in human skin cells. That might be a way. It's an idea. We certainly don't have anybody that smart alive now. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Let's, let's do this. All right, then. So... We cut back to you. Okay. All right, so you see the nude female Terminator. You've got, like, yep. a terminal plugged into the side of her head. Okay. And the, the professor says, we turn this thing on, I'm blowing its head off. Okay. Well, I see you have on the rack here and attached, and there, there must be some port on this thing that information would have been downloaded to. Like, did you, have you looked for anything around on the rack or on the back of the neck, maybe... There is a small port. He points to the back of right behind her left ear. There's a little access induction port. We know this is where they plug in, but once again, we don't know what this thing's going to do once we turn it on. Okay. Can I know it? It should be blank, but your guess is as good as mine. Okay. We brought it back here to more or less take it apart. Okay. Since I do have the com some computer background, like internet or would I be able to like notice this port of some old technology that was like this stuff's kind of coming out in the future this is what yeah be basically would, would be like super high speed USB okay so or, I noticed it is that yeah okay I'm gonna ask him if he has any if he has any computers around that have that I might be able to attach this in somehow he gives you um, a little hand unit this is what we use to reprogram terminators okay it works on most of them but you can guess how hard it is to get these things down to the ground and, you know, for them to say please. Have you ever so, tried connecting this to this model yet? Or He looks at you, he laughs, he kind of rolls back in his chair a few feet. He's like, are you fucking crazy? Well, I said, well, good thing I'm here for plugging in right now. Well, I'm going to sit against this back wall. He rolls up against the back wall, gets a plasma rifle. You go right ahead. All right. All right, so you plug into her induction port. Okay. You are to give me three rolls on a D20. Okay. Call it each roll I make? Yep. Call on each roll. Oh, this three. Oh. Sorry, dudes. We're fucked. Oh, God. I'm just going to keep rolling this for a bit. Hopefully, we're going to get something good <laughs> here. roll. Okay. That's a six. All right. Oh, oh. <laughs> we're good. Saved it. Saved it. Twenty. Okay. Oh, there we go. Oh, there, we go. Yep. there we go. There we go. We're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. Three. Can you double that one or 
I think I've already doubled this already. You, that was a natural 20? A natural 20. All right, then. You plug the machine into her. The hand unit lights up. Command code. Start, basically, you see, like, um, machine code. It's, like, primary objectives. Blank, 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 blank. You see 10 of them. Uh, it says mission infiltration. Model series 102. Uh, S female, um, and it's just just a bunch of stuff that doesn't mean anything to you. I say, Doctor, get over here right now. He's like, all right, so he cautiously kind of wheels over to you. He's like, what? I'm going to show him the unit, seeing it's lit up, and I said, do you have any idea what, do you have any idea what we can do with this right now? Well, we could download, well... If she was active, I could say we could download what Skynet's missions were, but the best I can do is, we'll see what it was programmed to do, or... Well, I guess we could turn her into a fighter for us. I think at the moment, the fighter might be our best option right now. You guys are l low on men, and we could use some backup for this mission we have. Alright, he goes, alright. So, let's see if he can reprogram her. He also has to roll three. Sixteen. Fourteen. Alrighty. Twelve. He is able to successfully reprogram her. Okay. He is programmed to follow your... She's programmed to follow your orders, your orders, and your orders. Cool. So she looks up at you. Her eyes light up. Um, she steps down out of the rack, de uh, detaches from her back. She's a very attractive nude female. Basically, Summer Glau? Yes. Ah? All right. Yeah, basically, she identifies herself as, um, she's based upon a woman known as Allison. Her primary mission is to protect you three and accomplish whatever missions you have set forth for her. Alrighty. I'm going to stick my hand out to shake her hand and say, welcome to the group, Allison. She kind of looks at you, kind of turns her head. She doesn't understand what it means to shake hands. I say, just do it. And I shake her hand. And I say, you have a soft hands. <laughs> she seems very... She just kind of looks at you like, this is very strange. Follow me. All right, so she walks behind you, naked. Kind of strolling along. So, doctor, can you get this woman some clothes? I guess. So he rolls away, gets her done up in this like kind of tech com uh, f fatigues. You're not going to motorboat Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> My wife, the dirty-minded one. Uh, <laughs> married you for... Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> the things you can't see, folks. Um, so what happens to you guys all get outfitted. And, uh, well, things are getting ready to rock and roll. So the uh, Techcom soldier... Did I give her a name? The leader? Uh, I can't remember. Okay, no. I'll call her Sarah Barnes. Okay. So Sarah Barnes says, all right. There's seven of my men waiting for you. They'll be underneath the Gardner Expressway, right close to Lakeshore and Spadina. We do have a little place there that is shielded from the... Basically, it's how we watch their movements. They don't see us often. That's your best place to infiltrate. All right, and we're all outfitted with transponders, which theoretically yep. will make us read as Terminators. Yes, you've got... They're all attached to your, your uh, jackets... Sarah goes, one thing. Don't make any sudden movements. What 
if you're going to impersonate these things, these things come off the T600s. You guys read a lot closer to T888s. So don't make any sudden movements. You might get lucky and don't get close to sensor towers. And you should be okay. Very well. All right, then. How much time we got left, Scott? 17. 17 minutes. All right, then. So you guys come up to the factory, basically at Spadina and uh, Lakeshore. I think that's where it is, right? Yep. You can see the Sky Dome and the ACC, and you just see two of the huge, um, two of the large HKs. You see a flying HK kind of going over there. You see huge guard towers. You can virtually see the eyes of the Terminators just glowing red in the dark. That's creepy. <laughs> Everyone, above face. We can't make any movements in front of these things. They're watching. All right, then. So, you guys begin your approach to the uh, internment camp and Terminator factory. Everybody, roll me a d20. All right. Uh, 9. 14. All right, you guys begin your approach towards it. You're basically hiding out in burned-out cars, overturned buses, parts of the freeway that are there. You start to get closer and closer and closer to the Terminators, and something don't seem entirely right as you get closer and closer. You can see the ones on the perimeter moving around, but you don't hear the normal whine of machinery that you probably would have heard otherwise. You know something's wrong. Hmm. What are you going to do? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, send we, I say we send old Rosie the Robot in. Oh, yeah, good point. All right. Ah, uh, yeah. So Cameron looks at you. She uh, slings her rifle across her back begins approaching the doors of the, basically, there's a huge set of barbed wire doors enforced with, like, concrete. The doors open. You see the entire inside of this factory smashed. Oh. Like, there's Terminator parts everywhere, but the machines on the perimeter are still working. Okay. So Cameron walks in, kind of stops, pauses at the door, points to the two uh, T-700s in the uh, guard tower. They both power down. Okay. The HK ground tanks, their headlights, turn off. Okay. What the hell is going on here? Uh, yeah, okay. Can we get... Okay. I ask... Uh, um, what do we call her? Allison? Yes. Yeah. Um, Allison, what's What's happening? Perimeter's down. Factory destroyed. Can Meant to look like it was supposed to be destroyed by resistance, yet wasn't. Destroyed by your own kind? Unable to determine. Don't have enough data. But this was meant to look like it was done by you. By humans. Wait, wait, wait. Are there... More than one faction within these robot things that we don't know about? I'm beginning to wonder. All right. All right. I don't like this at all. I don't like this one little bit. Now, the temporal displacement technology is meant to be within this compound, or...? 
I assume so. That's what we're told. It's in the Sky Dome. What about the prisoners? Where are the humans that were being kept here? As you walk around, you hear nothing. Austin, can you do a sensor? Can you sweep anything? Do you, do you hear? Yeah. Can you pick up any life forms at all? She kind of turns her head, looks ar- around. There are several cybernetic life forms not activated at the current time. Zero human lives. And one unknown. One unknown? What do you mean, one unknown? Different energy signature. Never seen it before. Location? Um, beneath second level, sub-basement, likely unexperimentation lab. Likely well, where they grow the new Terminator's skin cells. Looks like that's where we're going, boys. Yep. Tell you what. I, I To the other men. Start putting rounds into the heads of these things before they decide to wake up. All right. So the rest, Colonel. So the rest of the Techcom soldiers go to the Terminator racks. Bam, bam, bam. Basically, start executing these things left, right, and center. You do same with the HKs. Make sure you take them out as well. Yep. Basically, the HKs they just have their internal batteries just blow. So more or less, this kind of facility has been neutered. Allison leads you through the back of the factory. There's a huge uh, door which leads to an elevator which leads down to the sub-level. All right, gentlemen, we don't know what we're going to find down there, but it's not going to be pretty. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. By your side, Colonel, I feel I can do anything. All right. All right, you enter the elevator. Robot lady first. Allison steps in. You all step in with her. The elevator decides to descend... Stops after about a minute and a half, and you enter this huge room. You see, like, hundreds of tubes with what looks like people in them, just suspended in this green liquid. You're not quite sure what to make. At the back of the room, you see several other containers containing some kind of a silver liquid. Are there any computer terminals around? Tons. Yeah. Can you get right. Allison with to be able to hack in and tell us what's going on? She walks up to one of the terminals. Do not have sufficient security access. Repeated accesses will will determine the system shutting down. Is there anything that's on any computer monitors that I could see if there's, like, genetic information? Yeah. Roll me a d20. All right. Two. Never mind. I know there's computers. Yeah, you know <laughs> computers are shiny. Is, is there <laughs> yes. any way I can look at one of these systems, just look at it, and see if there's any way that I can find a way to maybe... Turn it on? Or do something? Yeah, like... Well, roll me a d20. I'm looking for a very high number. Good luck. Double it. Double it. Have, you d- have you done your doubling yet? Yep. Yes, Colonel. You've already done your doubling. <laughs> have you done your adding a d6 yet? Yes, Colonel. <laughs> see, I haven't done either of those, but I don't have applicable skills. Uh, in other words, don't screw us over. Seventeen. Okay, there we All go. All right, you determine what these are. These are experimental skins being grown for the Terminators, basically to throw off, throw off different pheromones. They're also experimenting with nanotechnology. That's from what you can. That's from what you can determine. Those cells at the back. Or it's, uh, it's uh, more of the it was that liquid metal that uh, Professor Hamilton had mentioned to you. Its purpose unknown. Basically, it might be used for self repair. Might be used for even stuff in space. 
So these people in tubes aren't really people at all, are they? No, they're basically just... Husks? Yeah, they're husks. Not even with a Terminator inside? Some of them do have T8s in them. Some of them have different other models. Some of them are experiment, ex- experimental models. How do we shut this down? Kill them in their womb. Is there anything maybe like in the vats or whatever I can build to sort of fiddle around with? Sort of disrupt the, the flow? Roll me a d20 again. Come on, something better than two. You can double it, Steve. Don't forget that. Uh, then I'm going to double it. Yeah, uh, 16. 16. You notice there's one particular control panel. It's sitting in the middle of the room, and it's in a depressed piece of the floor, and you can see through it. You can see another Terminator endoskeleton. This one looks more slender. It glows blue down here. And uh, uh, for those of you at home, I'm uh, pointing down my body. It's got a more defined head and uh, it looks nothing like you've seen so far it's labeled model TX-1 okay is there a way to but Allison might know what those meant any of those digits could help us uh, figure out what's there what's this nomenclature mean she looks at it analyzes it new model more advanced than the T950 series, which is what I am. It frankly looks like an anti-Terminator Terminator. Looking at the hyper-combat chassis, looking at its arms, it has this technology built into its left arm. Experimental weapon technology. So it's a hitman for their hitman. Basically, she looks at it. This is designed to fight the resistance when they reprogram us against you. Hmm. It's an anti-Terminator Terminator. What programming does it have active currently? Nothing. Blank. Blank, you say? So we can reprogram it. Gabriel? Uh, I, when I was in the lab when we first got Allison working, I didn't really know much to do with the actual programming. It was a doctor that helped me out, but... Uh, I don't know, Allison, if you were able to get one of these uh, things at the programming stage, would think you'd be able to uh, help it fight for us. She looks at you, and you see a very human emotion in her face. I let you program me. <sighs> so you're saying that this one won't? I don't know. It has a choice. disrupt the terminators that are here or whatever bodies these are but I mean hey if we can be able to use this against the rest I'd say go for it let's let's take the chance so you're gonna try and reprogram her I don't see any other chance we got here we have to do something and this seems to be our best option Colonel do you agree with that yeah, I reckon so boys how are things going upstairs most of the T's are down we're starting to begin salvage operations I don't like how quiet it is out here, though, but... Any sign of other humans? They're all dead. We found a pit, mass grave. There's nothing left here. All right. We might be coming up with something a little different. All right, Scott, or Mr. Gabriel, roll me a d20 five times. Just like 
have to fuck with me hard, don't you? Let's just... <laughs> 32 D20s, please. <laughs> you rolled tech. 15. Okay. 3. 3. <laughs> He's giving me the finger. 4. Oh my god. Three. 12. The machine begins to rise up. The floor slides back. The machine comes up, lifts up, kind of like, you know, kind of like Frankenstein sort, sort of thing. You see the TX's exoskeleton change into that of another young woman. The eyes open. It look, The eyes glow blue. Looks around the room. Looks at you. Allison. Looks at, looks at Allison. Allison. Mission. Allison just kind of looks at her. Make a choice. The TX continues to look around the room. What is my mission? You all... Actually, everybody roll me a D20. Okay. I'm adding D6. All right. D6 too. 19. 6. 23. 13. You, you notice it said my. What is my mission? Colonel, I leave it up to you. You're the one that gives missions around here. All right. Summoning every last vestige of my charisma. <laughs> Your mission is to help us take back the world. Why? To help us turn it from the slaughterhouse it's become back to a green and pleasant place. Not one where machines are slaves to humanity, no. But one where we face the future and in robotic claw. Looking forward, not backward. And always twirling. <laughs> she looks at you. You pick it up when I'm laying down. I find your mission acceptable. Where Good. do we begin? Alright. The first thing we're going to need to do is find a time machine. She kind of pauses for a sec, kind of tilts her head. A couple seconds pass by. Follow me. And with that, the future, who knows what will happen from here. Will you make it back to 2004 and change your fate of Judgment Day? Will you stay in the future to help the Resistance fight to turn the tide of the war? Or will you simply be another human just trying to survive in the rubble that was left behind by the machines and ultimately humanity themselves? This is where fan fiction can come into play at this point. Yeah. So, for this edition, shortened edition of These Warriors Are Terrible, uh, I've been your game master, joined with... Steve Snowball Sailor. The youthful young ward, Scott Bordash. And special guest, Mark Mears. And I've been Mike the Birdman Dodd saying, If a machine can learn the value of human life, maybe we can too. You have just listened to These Warriors Are Terrible. Did our terrible warriors succeed in saving the day? 
Did someone do something completely insane and stun the GM into a stupefied silence for asking if their horse had a mustache? And lastly, did someone get punched squarely in the goodie bags? Also, are there any settings or RPG adventures you would like our terrible warriors to play next? Do you have your own awesome or insane stories of your own RPG conquest or failures? Comment on this episode post. Message us on Twitter at Dice Warriors or email us at feedback at thesewarriorsareterrible.com. Until next time, geeks and gamers, the dice has been put away, the books back on the shelf, and the Cheetos stuck to the floor. For these warriors are terrible.